When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Good morning, afternoon, evening to all of you wonderful ladies, gentlemen, and everyone else listening. <laughs> it's the Royal Deluxe Podcast. This is Lux. That's who I am. If you want to know my real name, at the MFN Casey on Twitter. And at Royal Deluxe Pod for other baseball commentary as it happens. Including this. <laughs> there are no tricks this episode. There are no, like, I don't know, jokes. There are no scenes. Um, but let, let me tell you, this has been one roller coaster of a, uh, of a, of a Monday. To, to make a long story short, there was a, something that was actually really upsetting to me. And it, was, and it partially delayed the episode. I usually try to get the episodes out really early in the mornings. But yesterday I posted the... Um, the episode at around, let's say, it was uh, 10.47 is when I advertised it on Twitter. So, you know, let's say like 10.30 or so. And one of the things that was going on is that, let's just say someone that I'm a big fan of was not being treated very well, and then the agency that she worked for finally announced that she was fired. And I kind of had like an Easter egg kind of uh, discussing it in my uh, little video of the acapella that I did. On Twix or yesterday. Really long story, but yeah, that was kind of occupying me on Monday, and it was in, getting me in a really down mood. It almost made me not want to do the podcast. Like, I was I was in such a bad mood. Like, I, I, it's, it's like the first thing I see in the day, and I'm like, oh my god, this is, this is awful. So I'm just kind of powering through that. And then um, an hour after the episode, uh, let me just play something. Let me just uh, play something else that I posted on, on Twitter. Because, uh, I mean, you, you know what this episode is about, right? Like, you know what, you already know what happened. But I would just like to, you know, highlight the, the, the comedic timing of this. It happens. We'll talk about it when we get there. I'll see you all later, most likely next Monday. But who knows, maybe a Bobby Wood Jr. extension will happen in the next 48 hours. I'm gonna... So around noon... On February 5th, 2024, the Royals announced a, well, it was reported by Jeff Passan that shortstop Bobby Witt Jr. and the Kansas City Royals are in agreement on an 11-year, $288.7 million contract extension. 11 years. Look, I have been told... I've been called a lot of things in my life. I remember a lot of them. One of the things I've been called many times is crazy or even stupid. And one of the things that have, you know, caused me to be called as such is because I was adamant that if the Royals were going to extend Bobby Witt Jr., it was going to be big. Like, I, I see lots of people say, like, oh, it's... It, 
they they can still extend Bobby Wood Jr. for like eight years, six seasons or so, you know, for like less than $100 million. They can give him the Ronald Acuna Jr. contract because that's totally the same thing. They can totally do that, right? They can give him the Wander Franco contract, 11 years, $180 million. And if they can't, then the Royals are screwed because the Royals can't spend that much money. I I was adamant. I said if the Royals are going to do this, which they should, it's going to have to be ten plus years. It's going to be have it's going to have to be three hundred plus million. All right, because that is the kind of player that Bobby Witt Jr. is. Oh well, what if Bobby Witt Jr. gets injured? He doesn't get injured. What if he disappoints? He has never disappointed. Literally, at no point has Bobby Witt Jr. ever disappointed. When it comes to playing baseball in his life, he was drafted second overall. He was the best high school player in the country. He became the number one prospect. And after what some called a disappointing debut season, he blossomed and has very quickly become one of the best players in baseball. I think he's a top three shortstop in the game right now. And potentially like a like a top twenty player in baseball, C- completely right now. This is the greatest talent that Kansas City, the, the the Kansas City Royals might have ever had on their team. So I was saying, it's going to be big. It's going to be massive if the Royals ever do it, and they should do it if there is ever a time and a player. That they can commit that to. Now's the time. Here's the player. Do not lose this. And I've always been saying. The Royals need to get this right. Because they have messed up so many times. They have messed up on so many different things. They messed up in the 2000s. We couldn't We couldn't save Carlos Beltran. We couldn't save Jermaine Dye. We couldn't really save any of these. We couldn't even save. We couldn't even keep Mike Sweeney around. We couldn't keep Zach Greinke around. We couldn't keep Eric Hosmer around, and even though we did keep Alex Gordon around, we've kept Salvi around. What has it led to at the end of the day? Now's your chance to finally get something right. Get a franchise player right for the first time in literally since George Brett. Get a franchise player and have him play some meaningful baseball. Those are two things that the Royals have never been able to do since the, the, the good old days, since before the 94 strike. Now is their chance to finally do that. And finally, they have taken that step. They have taken that risk. 11 years, $288 million. I'll admit, that is a little bit less than what I expected in, in terms of money, but I'm not going to complain at all. That's fine. For, I mean, I was saying 13, 325, you know, honestly, it might as well be 13, 325 given the AAV. In fact, actually, 13, 325 was a $25 million AAV. This one's 26.24545454545455. So, <laughs> Royals actually may, maybe exceeded my expectations a little bit in terms of how much they can spend. Now, very important notes. There are opt-outs, several of them which is normal given this kind of contract. It's not very often you see guys get like 10-year deals with literally no opt-outs, full no-trade clause, and, and all sorts of stuff like that. 
at least for these really young players. I mean, you know, if it's a guy in their 30s or something, then yeah, then it makes sense because honestly, they're probably not going anywhere anybody. Anyway, but for these really young players like Bobby Wood Jr., like uh, Wanda, or not Wanda Franco, I don't know why that came to mind. That guy doesn't exist. Uh, Julio Rodriguez, you know, that's kind of a, the blueprint of these deals. Long deals that are actually pretty fair in terms of the dollar value, um, but, st- but, but very customizable, both for the team and also for the player. There, there are multiple opt-outs, which uh, actually, there's actually four of them in consecutive seasons. So from each season between 2030 and tw- from 2030 to 2033, those four seasons, those are the opt-out years for Bobby Wood Jr., which does still mean that at the very worst, if he takes the first opt-out, then it's still a two-year extension, which, you know, is still mission accomplished by the Royals. They, they still buy a couple of years of free, of free agency. And while, you know, opt-outs, I suppose, can be scary for the fan because we don't want to see our favorite player leave or anything, let me just remind you that it is still really advantageous for a team to have this kind of contract. And even if an opt-out is coming up, and even if the player says, yeah, I'm opting out, that doesn't necessarily like automatically mean the player is leaving. It's still way easier for a team to negotiate another extension with a player than it is to try and bring them back through free agency. Manny Machado was a pretty good example of this, where it actually seemed like the the, the Padres might not have been able to give Manny what he wanted. And he might have walked in free agency, and he he made he openly declared that he was going to opt out of his the 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 second half of his ten year three hundred million dollar deal. And so at some point they just said, "All right, eleven years, three hundred fifty million." They they ended up doing it. Um, another good example is Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts, when he was with the Red Sox, was always saying he's going to go and he he wanted to go into free agency. The Red Sox tried to extend him. Didn't happen. He's like, I'm going into free agency. I want to see how much I'm actually worth. And then the Dodgers were able to extend him after they traded him. Now, it, it does still mean, like, like they didn't shortchange him or anything. They gave him $365 freaking million. And, you know, same with Manny Machado. He's getting $350 million and he's getting paid until he's like 41 or something. So these players did did essentially get what they're worth. And and for what it's worth, Bobby Wood Jr. is actually going to be the same thing. It's actually, it turns out the first seven years are worth $148 million. So it's not like there's some crazy escalation in the money at some point where, like, you know, the first couple of years it's going to be, you know, like like a few million per season. And then you know, suddenly at the very end it goes up to $30 million or something like that, which I think was kind of what I was expecting the contract to be like, not going to lie, but whatever. This is how it, this is how it works. It's fine. Um, it, it's all these little things that just make it better for the player to stick with a particular organization. And it's, and it's, you know, I, I've really defended the way the Royals have handled Bobby Wood Jr. throughout his career generally, like they didn't rush him up to the major leagues, even when people, even when other major leaguers had his back, like when in, in 2021, when the, whoever was on the Royals roster, like Whit Merrifield, you know, he was advocating for Bobby to be on the major, uh, on the opening day roster. But the Royals were like, you know what? We're just not, we're not going to do that because there's no spot for him on the roster. Like we, we were we're not going to rush this, but 
they made it right by having him on the opening day roster in 2022 when they knew for absolute sure that he was ready to play Major League Baseball. And they kept and, and on the opening day roster, so no service time shenanigans. So when anybody arguing about, oh, the Royals, they wasted a year of Bobby Wood Jr. by having him on, on the opening day roster, it's just the right thing to do. For, for the player to have him play when he's ready to play instead of doing the service time BS because nobody likes that. Nobody likes going to arbitration. Nobody likes arguing about salaries and playing time and stuff like that. People want to have a good working relationships with their employers, essentially. That, that's really what it comes down to. And things like this, you know, show that the employer cares about the employee. They're not just an asset for a business. So... They've handled Bobby Wood Jr. professionally and as well as any team can. And now they give him this this extension, which is still giving him pretty fair money, to be honest. He's, if his, you know, the AAV is $26 million a year. You know what? That's fair. He probably is a 20. He's definitely a $26 million player right now. If he's going to have five war seasons moving forward. You kidding? His second year in the majors, a one-year improvement means he's now like a top ten player in the American League. Yeah, I'll give that guy twenty-six million. I'll trust that for the next decade or so. And as we always say, hey, it ain't my money. <laughs> Thanks, John Sherman. Thanks for spending your money on this. I mean, I, I was I, I'd been saying that. The only thing missing from this offseason is a Bobby Witt Jr. extension. I've I declared this offseason in general to be an A minus because they not only did everything I asked them to do, but they also exceeded it. They did a little bit more than what I was expecting. And not just necessarily in that they did some things that I don't like, but even still I thought Hunter Renfro was a solid signing. I wasn't super excited about signing relievers, but I think they did a good job with Stratton and, and Smith. And I said the only thing, the, the one thing that would make this a true A plus offseason is if they extend Bobby Witt Jr. This is for you, JJ Piccolo. You you did it. You 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 actually did it. I mean, honestly, folks, if you're not excited, if you're still like grumpy about the Royals. What do you want from them at this point? Like, what is it that you actually expect them to do that they haven't done yet? It, like, like I can't think of anything. I get it. The organization's not in a perfect place because that, that can't be turned around overnight. Yes, the farm system still sucks. It's been bad because whatever prospects we had in our five to seven year rebuild, depending on how you look at it, they did. We we graduated them all at once, and it's all gone. It's it, it's empty. The farm got emptied in one year, so we could lose 106 games. Whose fault is that? No one that's working with the organization anymore. At least not in the same roles. No one who's in charge of a lot of things that they shouldn't be in charge of anymore. They did make changes to the major and minor league personnel. They are making improvements. They are trying new things. And then this season, all we were really saying is spend money, put it where your mouth is, shut up about this freaking stadium that we didn't ask for, and do something about this major league roster. So they did it. They dropped like $50 million in, in, in free agents. 
and got and brought in new guys. They trimmed so much of the fat from the roster. And then we're like, well, what about Bobby Wood Jr., the best player that we've seen in Kansas City in a long, long time? Well, we, we can't even get excited about that because, you know, we all just know he's not going to be around for much longer because the Royals would be better off trading him, right? It'd be so much better if we traded him for prospects right now when he's at the peak of his value. Instead, the Royals said, we want you to believe in something. Like, we actually... A big reason why I've been an advocate of, you know, the of a Bobby Wood Jr. extension is, you know, kind of like I was saying, this is the best player that the Royals have had in a really long time in their franchise. And if anybody, the, the, like the the fan outlook for the Royals right now is so miserable that people legitimately think that this franchise is not even going to exist in the next 10 years. Think about that. People actually think that the Kansas City Royals are not only going to be, are, are, will not only vanish, but will be better off doing so. We would all be better off if the Royals didn't exist and they didn't play in Kansas City anymore. Incredible. Because people <laughs> believe in the team and its future that little. People think that little of the Royals now. And... As much as I as much as it bothers me, as much as it really genuinely pisses me off sometimes, I can't blame anybody for thinking that. Why would you believe in the Royals? I, I mean, just because our faith has been broken once and it was restored for a bit, you know, I, I'm I'm sure lots of people felt this way in like 2005, 2006. Who would have thought that, you know, 2014 and 2015 would have happened by that point? I get it. I Trust me. I get it. Believe me, I get it. I didn't get into the Royals in 2015. It was 2016 when I got into the Royals. So I missed out. I missed out on the party. I have only seen the bad of the Royals since that championship. I've had none of the highs that most Royals fans have, and I have experienced all of the lows. I've been a diehard fan of this franchise for seven years, and what do I have to show for it? That's all I really want at the end of the day. I'm not asking the Royals to win the World Series. I don't expect them to. You can't expect your team to win the World Series. It'd be great if it happened, but you just can't expect it. But I still want to just think, hey, I got to see something really, really cool. That's 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 really special. That's what I want at the end of the day. And I want that to happen. I want to believe in something. Bobby Wood Jr. is that thing to believe in. He's truly one of the best baseball players on the planet. We are extremely lucky to have him. I think he's only going to be getting better as his career evolves forward. I, I think I like joked one time like early on last season that he could be a 40-40 player and I you know I like laughed it off thinking wow that's so absurd to even think about but then it's like th th like then like that was before he heated up in the way he did and now it's like wait a minute actually that might be possible I I didn't expect that but yeah he could very possibly win an MVP someday the Royals haven't had an MVP since when? Was it 1980? You know, one thing the Royals can say is that they win a World Series every 30 years. That's average, right? 
one in 30 for all 30 teams, but they ha- they only win a, an MVP award one in every four, 40 years. It's been 43 years since they've won an MVP. We're due. We're so long overdue for an MVP. They, I, it, as much as I was asking for it and practically begging for it, see, actually seeing it is like, I, I it still feels like hard to believe. It's like, oh, they actually did do it. Like, it's it, it's incredible. I've always wanted to believe they could do it, but you know, for for obvious reasons, it can be really hard to believe in things sometimes. But, man, for the first time in maybe my entire life, I really have something to believe in with, with, with the Royals right now. And it feels wonderful. It feels really, really nice. It feels really, really nice to be part of something. And that's why I think we, you know, get into sports. Because I'm not really a football guy. Never really have been. But the vibe in this city with the Chiefs is fantastic and I am one of the Taylor Swift's biggest haters but I also think it's really really funny to kind of be in this epicenter this this setting of I don't know some kind of whatever celebrity entertainment show this is it's like hey I'm, I'm in the background here I'm, I'm just kind of here but it's kind of funny that this is happening like on on my front yard you know that's just like kind of cool I guess I just wish this could happen with the Royals because, you know, I'm actually passionate about the Royals. I actually really genuinely care about this team. And it might be finally happening. And that's really, really nice. It's an unfamiliar feeling. And like I said, you got to hand it to J.J. Piccolo and John Sherman for as many ways there are to not believe in them. For as much, I guess, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? For as much cynicism as we can, uh, as we can rightfully have towards them, I don't even know if you can really say it should be towards them. Because again, it's like, what do you want them to do? I get it. JJ Piccolo was around with Dayton Moore, but like, in his two years so far, or even just one year, what has JJ Piccolo done to have us be mad at him? All he's done is sign a bunch of guys. <laughs> All he has done has been hand out, is hand out money. And John Sherman, I get I mean, look, I don't want a new stadium either. But, hey, at least he's making the team fun. At least he's putting money into it. David Glass could never. Our previous extension. The, the, the previous... <laughs> It's so funny. When we signed Seth Lugo, I believe he was listed as the fourth or fifth highest contract the Royals have ever signed. Three years, $45 million. The only ones bigger are Gil Mesh, five years, 55 in 2007. Alex Gordon, four years, 72 in 2016. Ian Kennedy, five years, $70 million. I went a little bit out of order. I apologize. Also in 2016. Salvador Perez, four years, $82 million in 2021. Technically, starting in 2022, those are the those are the highest contracts in Royals history. And the last one, the Salvi extension, was signed under Sherman's ownership. Just for the record, so he so 
within two years of him taking on control of the team, the Royals signed their highest contract ever. Which, you know, isn't saying too much, and it didn't beat out the previous record by a whole lot. It still left the Royals as one of like four or five teams. I, I don't remember. White Sox haven't got a guy. Oakland Athletics. I believe there's some other team. Maybe it's, maybe it's one of three. I don't know. Whatever. The point is, there aren't a lot of teams left in baseball that haven't signed a $100 million contract in its history before. Royals were one of those teams. I think the Pirates were another one, but they eventually got that done. Probably thinking of... Whatever. I'm thinking too hard about this. But now, the Royals have more than tripled that highest contract. <laughs> isn't that isn't that funny? They just tripled the highest contract they've ever given out. 4 years 82 million? Man, even adjusting for inflation from like 50 years ago. That's imp- that's insane. 288.7 is now the new 82. <laughs> In Kansas City on one royal way. That's just funny. Yeah, the Royals did it. They they did it. They extended Bobby Wood Jr. 11 years. And with a full no-trade clause, by the way. So, don't even think that, oh, just because they extended him doesn't mean they'll actually keep him. No. Everyone has made it clear. Bobby Wood Jr. has made it clear. He wants to stay in KC. And obviously, the Royals, by driving a couple of Brinks trucks into his house or apartment or wherever he lives. They've also made it clear they would like him to stay in the city for a little while longer. I mean, you look at what the Chiefs are, you look at the Chiefs right now, and I get it, the Chiefs are popular because they win a lot, but it's not like, it's not like the, it's not like Patrick Mahomes doesn't know who Bobby Wood Jr. is and isn't excited to have him around. Wouldn't it be nice to have like two guys running this city. We got Patrick Mahomes on these red billboards, and then we got Bobby Witt Jr. on these blue billboards. Red and blue, yeah. That that's pretty cool. I like to think so. So you've got your 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 own city icon, always saying that he likes having this guy around. He's been enthusiastic about having Bobby Witt Jr. around. Yeah, and now it's now it's done. I bet he retweeted something too. I bet he like. I bet he posted something. Either that or he's taking care of uh, other stuff because it turns out the Mahomes family might not have all the best people. Oh, he did retweet the... Uh, he had, yeah, he retweeted Bobby's announcement, which, by the way, is a, is a gif from the Wolf of Wall Street of Leonardo DiCaprio saying, I'm not leaving. And I know this is a really popular gif to use in this kind of scenario, but I would like to remind everybody that it's Vinny Pasquantino's favorite movie, and so I'm going to think way too hard about that. I mean, if we can get a Vinny Pasquantino extension, man, wouldn't that be a, a fun world to live in? Wouldn't that be a fun timeline to be a part of? Man, Bobby Witt Jr., I, I, I feel like I don't really have anything to worry about anymore when it comes to the Royals. It's like, yeah, we're going to be fine. Th- things are going to work out. I'm just, like, really happy about where things have gone lately. This is a really nice... This was this was nice. This is a nice time. I just got a reply on Reddit. We're so effing back. We, we so are. 
You're so, you're so, so true, bestie. Everyone's my best friend now. If you're, if you're a Royals fan, you're my best friend. I love you. Thank you, everybody, for, for, uh, listening to this episode. I know I'm kind of going, like, off the rails here, and I'll wrap this up soon, because I don't really have any clever thing to tie this up with. I mean, I just had to have some kind of reaction to the Bobby Wood Jr. extension, especially since it happened an hour after I posted yesterday's episode. An episode that, mind you, should have been posted on Friday. I posted that, that I made that freaking acapella thing on Friday, and I just didn't tie it in, uh, I just didn't tie it together until today, until this morning. And like I said, I almost didn't do it because I was in such a bad mood. And then it it happened. Yeah, Hokaius on Twitter just says, Don't tell me small market teams can't spend. They absolutely can when they want to. And yeah, that's absolutely true. They, they can spend. Oh, Mark Feinson just posted the, the details. Well, that was actually like 20 minutes ago. But 2024, 2 million. 2025, 7 million. Then let's just go by year. 20, 13, 19, 30, 35, 35, damn. And then four $35 million uh, contracts each year, player options. And then afterwards, and I forgot to mention this, so I'm glad I, caught, I, glad I, I'm glad I caught this. At the end of all that, at the end of the 11 years, there's a club option for another three years. So not like three separate club options. No, the Royals can just decide... They'll take on another three years of this contract for $89 million. So 2025, 33 million. 2036, 28 million. 2037, 28 million. So it actually can go even higher than that. Can we get much higher? So high. And uh, the, yeah, the, that if that was taken, uh, then it would be something like uh, I don't have my calculator on me. Where was it? Uh, thir- 14 years, 377 million. That's that's what it would be. By the way, they also gave him a signing b- bonus of seven million dollars, seven hundred seventy-seven thousand and uh, seven seven million seven hundred seventy-seven thousand and seven hundred seventy-seven dollars. That's what uh, that's what they gave him. Good 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 job, guys. <laughs> and also, by the way, someone else on Twitter posted that the Royals now have the highest luxury tax payroll in the American League Central. Let's go. We're winning this baby. Like, come on. We're we're we we got this, guys. <laughs> what else what else do I say? I don't know. Just happy, excited, um great to be a Royals fan. Finally, things are are looking up. It's, this this ended up being a pretty nice day and I'm really happy about that so all y'all thank you for uh checking this out thanks for checking this uh silly little podcast out uh uh, at the mf and casey for more stupid and terrible ideas that i have and at royal deluxe pod also on twitter for more of my shenanigans we'll uh do more podcasts later probably for real this time i'll see you next week Unless another groundbreaking thing happens. But I don't even know what that would be at that point. It can probably wait till after the Super Bowl. Actually, you know what? I don't know if I'll do an episode after the Super Bowl. Because I got game night that night as well. We'll see. I'm just talking to myself at this point. We'll see. We'll talk about it when we get there, as I always say. It's been it's been great, guys. It's been really great. 2024. This, this is our year, y'all. I, I'm... Really feeling good about this. 
So uh, I'll see you around. I've been Lux, Royal Deluxe Podcast. Thanks for making this part of your day. Really appreciate it. FarmToFountains.com, the uh, new project that I'm part of and cr- contributing to, and also Fans First Sports Network. Thank you for having me. Really love you guys. Really thankful for uh, everybody that's around me right now. See you all later.